Happy Friday, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Holly Roberts hanging with us for hour one as well. Hello, <sighs> Holly. Good morning. Hello and good morning to you, Donna and Steve. <sighs> good morning. Um, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. All right, let's uh, let's get to it. We've got a packed day today. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. That's a, that's a nice thing. You say feels good when you say good morning. You, it does. you like morning? How about just morning? Morning. Morning. I like weird? good morning. I like weird? good morning. See, you're passing by. You're yeah. on a stroll. Somebody's coming the other way. Hi. Good morning. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it's it not. Feel uh, it's not. It's the best of all the goods. You know. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Oh, I forgot about good night. Good day, sir. Um, mm-hmm. Now, look, I wanted to tell you something about Australia. Well, they say good day, Mike. Good day, Mike. Good day, Mike. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Um, let's see. How can I get back to this here? They're doing something that I think is very interesting. And I wonder if this could ever make its way to America. Some people say, yeah, fat chance because we're just not good at this kind of thing. But work-life balance is something that everybody wants more of right you just want to know that there are clear distinctions boundaries between when you're on and when you're off but think about your phones and your laptops feels like work is able to reach you very easily that was exaggerated even more so during the pandemic so it's become a problem well listen to what australia is doing rise up lights rise up lights The country's Senate passed a bill yesterday giving workers the legal right to ignore messages from their employers outside of official working hours. Yes. The bill, the part of a larger package of worker protections, is expected to pass the House as early as this week. Australia joins a wave of countries like Italy, Portugal, and Kenya that have passed or are in the process of passing these quote-unquote Right to disconnect laws. France, the masters of work-life balance, they created the blueprint for this kind of law way back in 2017. Uh, workers have long been uh, complained rather about these tech innovations, the smartphones that blurs the lines between work and home. And then, of course, remote work at home has blurred the lines of bosses of thinking, oh, well, I'm gonna, I can send them more messages because they're in the office, quote-unquote. Right. But even if it's 9 at night, it's like, Are they ever checking out? Right. Australia, though, in case you're getting optimistic, like, yes, we should pass this. Australia is well ahead of the U.S. in terms of work-life balance. They rank fourth in the world. This is according to the employment platform Remote. The U.S., meanwhile, ranks 53rd in the world in work-life balance. Wow. Yeah. That ain't good. It ain't good. That's pretty cool. I think that's 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 a cool idea. And a a nice way to respect the humanity of your workforce from a legal standpoint, from a federal standpoint. Do you have notifications when you get emails? Not when I get emails. Yeah, yeah, I turn those off. You can turn them on. Okay. No, I don't want to know when they're coming in. I just want to check it at my leisure. And I do. I check. That's what happens with me is I'll just check it. So in the evening, if there's like a free two minutes, then I will, when I pick up my phone, I'll check both emails, personal and work. But, you know, we're pretty fortunate here because usually, usually after work, they're not pestering us. 
they're not pestering us, but they are sending emails. They do that send are some emails that are yeah. You can and then you get to that. work the next day, and you're like, what are you talking about? What yeah, am I? What are we doing? Everybody's wearing beachwear, and you're like, crap. All right, right, exactly. Oh, it's a beach day. Oh. We're having a beach cook-off. Yeah, because sometimes you know, when you work in this type of business, doing what we do, everyone's hours are different. There's no nine to five, right? Sure. Yeah. Right. Like Holly's Everybody's not nine to five shifts. in it. She's you know. Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff to, where I'm just yeah. like, you know what? Get to it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And working in other nonlinear modalities, mm. let's get to it when I get to it. Yeah. You know, it's funny too. Like once, uh, be, this um, I'll speak for myself. When somebody sends you something, somebody sends you a text, somebody sends you an email, whatever. In your world, that is the only email or the text that you've gotten from that person. So you sort of see it in a tunnel. And you're thinking, oh, gosh, they, they must be waiting for me to get back to them. It must be all they're thinking about. Meanwhile, you are one of 30 emails and 20 text messages that right. they sent out that day. Good point. And they probably are like, oh, yeah, did you get back to me? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Oh, my gosh, I forgot even sent it. But we're always thinking it's the most important thing in the world. Yeah. Donna? All right, Steve. You're so insightful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I want to read you uh, an email that we got last oh, night. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, is don't that a work email? Don't, don't I'm not, I don't even have it open. Oh, no. This came in at 8.52 last night. Oh, my gosh. Are uh, we giving away a million dollars? Now, this is not from a uh, from an employer. Oh, okay. This oh. is from a listener. <laughs> well, it used to be. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Well, I did. What did we do? This will be the last time I ever listen to your show from 10 a.m. to noon, but it sounds like we might still have them during the 9 a.m. hour. If so, <laughs> and the, uh, okay, yeah, good morning, okay. Ryan, if we have you right now. Ryan. I used to respect Donna, but not Steve. <laughs> like, he's always not respected me until today. We listeners, Ryan speaking on behalf of all who oh, hear this all show. Listeners. Okay, great. What did I do? I can't wait. We both did. Um, I get the worst end of this. Don't worry. We listeners do not need to listen to your hatred for Madonna anymore i don't hate madonna i love madonna donna what? let ryan have the floor i'm oh, sorry ryan she is beloved by a majority of your host and she is one of the most famous people on this planet for over the past four decades if you too that's both of us donna what not had the an, band had an, no not <laughs> yet let me be clear if the two of you had an ounce of her talent maybe you would have done something great in your life you know, it's funny, Steve, because this isn't the first time you have bashed Madonna. For yeah. someone who has appeared on the Kelly and Ryan show and now basically just Kelly, easy, Ryan. It's pretty bad she doesn't know your dissatisfaction with Madonna as she probably wouldn't have you on. What is he just talking report about? on pop culture is what he said. We don't need to hear your, your hatred. Of such stars. Wait, Oops, wait, wait, let me finish. So One confused. more sentence. We were honoring wait. Madonna yesterday. Oops, he writes, doesn't matter anymore to me because I will never listen to your show again. By the way, Steve, this is the closing note. By the way, Steve, get a job in New York and leave the area. You are by far the most annoying, this is my favorite part, quasi-celebrity in the Twin Cities. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. What is he talking about? We were you were saying, "Oh my god, I think I'm a bigger Madonna fan than I thought." That's what you were saying yesterday. Yes, we've certainly talked about. Uh, we Madonna just said that she starts her shows late. Showing and up that late. Ain't cool. And, and Sorry. Is, yeah, I don't care who you are. Yeah, I gotta go to bed. Objectively yeah. unprofessional. But um, other than that, 
I loved Madonna. I used to dress up like Madonna. I uh, don't consider myself too much of a Madonna fan, but then Throwback Thursday music trivia happened yesterday, and I was like, oh, man, I think I she's got this. a lot of bangers. I like that. I like this. Yeah. I don't think she and I would enjoy one another at lunch. I think we'd both leave and say that was probably our last lunch with that person. But that's okay. What do you think he's talking about? I don't know. What? You're probably listening right now because you just said 10 to noon. Hi, oh, that's, that's right. right. Ryan's on right now. Ryan, I mean, he's us. here. Yeah. No, don't because I don't want to with you. All anyway, right. Ryan, if we lost us. you, we're, we're, we're sorry. I don't know what I did. I'm not going to And unfortunately, Ryan, we're both about to extend our contracts here. And so I'm not going to New York. Donna's <laughs> been stuck here for years. Yep. And so... It's a bad Friday here. for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We'll right, die here, Ryan. Right, right there. In yeah, this Ryan. chair. Damn, Ryan. Does Ryan's last name start with a P? Ooh. Oh, you question. think it was Ryan Purpich, our former no, producer? Oh, no, no. That's what I said. I'm like, It does not start with a P. Okay. No. All right. Good to know. No. Anyway. All right. On that note, thanks for the I email. I just thought it'd be. <laughs> yeah, you can always email us at Donna and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. That's okay. Um,. Okay, maybe maybe speaking of things being misunderstood, you know, Larry David attacked Elmo earlier this week yeah, on the set of the Today Show. He sure did. So now someone else, a fellow celebrity, is speaking out, not too pleased with Larry David at all. And they're not joking. <laughs> is it Jerry Seinfeld? It's no, it's not Seinfeld. <laughs> this is not a bit. We'll tell you about that. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. It's Donna for my friends at Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. That's where Mike Bryant, friend of the radio station, he practices specializing in personal injury law. If you are injured in an accident, you guys, you have no idea how important it is to have somebody on your side who is going to fight for your rights. you got to know what your rights are. Uh, I've seen him argue a case um, in court, and he is absolutely brilliant when it comes to uh, presenting for recoverable damages, not to mention damages for pain and suffering, emotional distress. If you or someone you care about is ever in a situation like this, Just remember the name Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. Don't sign anything before you talk to an attorney. You could set up a free consultation. Mike would be happy to meet with you uh, to assess your damages and calculate how much your case is worth. You will find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hi. I wasn't really sure what was happening here. Good morning. Welcome back. Hey, that's Madonna. We love Madonna oh, around these cards. Woo! Madonna's coming next week. I think Lori and Julia had tickets to give away. 
Oh, and they got to be going. We gave them away on the morning show. You did? Yeah. Is anybody on the morning wow. show going to the show? Uh, I, you know, can't confirm or deny that. Okay. I am Lori not, and Julia are going. I am not. They're, they're, they're going. Oh, they are. Okay. Wow, that's huge. I don't know. I mean. It's a Madonna. Steve, why do you hate Madonna? Now you're so trying. Much? Now you're, you got scared <laughs> off by the angry emailer. Yeah, Look second Ryan. Yeah, the, the like show's Madonna. supposed to be on Tuesday, which probably means it'll start Wednesday morning. Oh, I'm sorry, Ryan. Anyway, what are we doing? Oh, let's talk about Larry David. Uh, have you guys watched any of the new season of Curb? No, I have not. I watched the first episode. Very funny. Yes, yes, yes. Call J.G. Wentworth. It's time to catch now. Do they focus on that in the first episode? It's a moment, Steve. Oh, that's it's good. It's a moment. It's just so stupid. Oh, I love it so much. Anyway, uh, Larry David, remember he um, he fake attacked Elmo on the Today Show. Well, Donna, some people found it funny. Others thought not so much. So Elmo was over there. <laughs> Mr. Noodle. And he was doing his interview behind the couch with Hoda and, and uh, the whole gang was there. Yeah. I he was forget. behind the couch to hide the hand. Larry. <laughs> Donna! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Larry was waiting in a different part of the set right. for his interview with, I think, Craig Melvin that was going to be coming up next. And then Larry just had it. He saw Elmo, and then he goes, as they're like about to transition from one segment to another, Larry runs over there, goes behind the couch, and starts faux, well, not faux, starts like, I believe, strangling Elmo, and then throws a fake punch at him. And then Larry was forced to apologize Later, it was a whole thing. Elmo's dad was there, too. He wasn't happy. And no, Elmo's dad was talking about filing a lawsuit. <laughs> so it all escalated really quickly. Then, although I would say of Elmo's dad, where have you been? Right? Your absent father suddenly appearing in the picture, and now... He doesn't even look like Elmo. I thought they looked pretty similar. Oh, you oh, did? Do we need to get Maury involved in this? Maybe. Oh. He just looked very large. Look... Is, is his name Louie? You know, he looks like his name is Louie. Um, he's married to May, Elmo's mother. He looks a little bit like is it Teddy? Is Teddy another Sesame Street character? I don't know, Teddy. I think it's the same puppet, maybe. I mean, the only reason they Who look alike is because he's red. Hang on one second. All right. And we're going to just fill some time while Steve Googles. Well, okay. now you're asking all these follow-up questions. Okay. Donna. I'm sorry. So I now feel obliged to help. I just said that Louie was there. Louie doesn't look anything like Elmo. And you said he kind of does. What's the other big red character's name? I'm trying to find him on this cast list of Sesame Street. Mm. Um, Beaker. No, that's Muppets. He's red. Uh, Telly. 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 He looks similar to Telly. Elmo's dad looks similar to Telly. So wait a second. Aren't they all Muppets? Yeah. Yes. But Sesame Street ones, like Beaker doesn't really, unless they're doing a promotional crossover thing, Beaker is not going to be over there. Kermit goes back and forth, but like you Mm -hmm. don't see uh, Gonzo on Sesame Street. Yeah. Like Kermit the Frog will give the news report. Yeah. The news flash. Yeah. Kermit the Frog. Mm Frog here, remember? It's pretty good. Uh-huh. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Larry David strangles Elmo and fake punches him. So who's mad? Will Wheaton of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Mm. He was uh, he was upset about it. Now I there is like a serious underbelly to this. Okay. Okay. Um, this is 
at least partly due to the fact that Will's father, Will Wheaton's father in real life, was physically abusive to him when he was a kid. Oh, okay. So there's some for sure, sure like scar tissue, tissue there. No yeah. doubt about it. But here's what he offered. He said Larry is, quote, a stupid, self-centered, tone-deaf b-hole. Mm. But he actually used the A word. Mm, got it. You could have said but. It's true. So I'm going to say it again. A stupid, self-centered, tone-deaf butthole? Yeah. Boy, my mom really outlawed that word. Oh, okay. I sorry. feel bad saying that. Oh, sorry about oh, that. That's fine. Okay. I don't I'm think gonna, she's I'm going to let her know. Drop yeah. the needle here. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Larry David, he goes on to say, strikes me as a person who mocks and belittles people who are vulnerable and sensitive and enjoys being cruel because he feels untouchable. That is a character. Yeah. Has he ever watched <laughs> Seinfeld? George Costanza. Right. Curb your enthusiasm. Right. He also said, quote, Elmo is an avatar for children all over the world. Children who are too small to understand Elmo is a puppet will know that a man attacks someone they love for no reason, and that will frighten and confuse them. No kids watching the Today Show. Certainly not the third hour. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. None of us are. Um, Okay, this guy sounds like he'd be fun at a comedy show. Okay. (laughs) I understand. We understand where he's coming from, but yeah, maybe that's a little bit of... I don't know, over projection or over protection, something yes. like that. And I, I find myself doing that with my own kids in different ways. I, and you know, I do it all the time. Sure. Yeah. You know, like I'll be like rude. Yes. So I, I, I understand that. I, I think I, I dream up scenarios of how little Steve would have felt in that situation. And then I, out of love, am thinking, I don't want my kids to then feel the way that little Steve felt in that moment. Aww. But then they're like, oh, it's okay. It's not as much, it's not as bad. Like, Dad, I'm different. I have a different life, different feelings, different experiences. You're okay. the best. You're incredible. You're my role model. I mean, you're my father figure. And then they'll usually get choked up. They're telling me this. Stuff. I stopped listening. All right. Um, do you think there's a part of me that, oh, he says Elmo is a child. Oh, man. Not if you're counting by years. Who's putting mental health and caring for others in the spotlight. Then he said, oh, yeah, he used the A word. What a stupid. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So he's kind of doing the same thing, though. You know, name calling. and Yeah, what about for the little kids who look, look up to Uncle Larry? And, uh, how about the no, little kids see. who read The Hollywood Reporter? I mean, that was me, essentially. <laughs> I loved George Costanza, and I was reading the trades when I was almost age. That well, is Uncle Larry just got called an a-hole. Uncle George, it's it, by extension. Sorry, Holly. Oh, it's okay. Sh- I don't know. I'm My gonna... first question was, who is this guy? Donna, I'm sorry, but is he trying to insert Madonna, himself? Now in... we bash Will Wheaton. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we for what he better. went through. That's yeah, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but All Elmo's right. okay. Yeah, we'll take a break. No, no don't. Quit. All right, I don't. Hey, guys. Hey, Steve. Uh, Let me talk to you about Energy Savers Fireplaces. I started working with these guys um, late last year, and um, I love this business. It is a five-star rated business, and I say that because if you Google them, there's nothing 
below five stars from people who have worked with this company. They are a family-owned business. They've been around since 1976, and they provide energy-efficient heating solutions to keep your family comfy all year long. Uh, If you're thinking about adding a fire pit to your uh, yard, they can help you with that. They are known for their outstanding customer service. They proudly hold several awards that showcase this. That includes taking the gold for the 2022 Minnesota's Best Fireplace Company. Uh, If you are thinking about adding a fireplace to your uh, space, go and see my friends at EnergySaversFireplaces.com. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It is Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, Steve, did you catch the uh, NFL honors? No, I followed along a little bit on Twitter. Uh, but it's a it's a good show, too, that they put on. It's a full production, a full NFL. It's their Oscars. It's their Grammys. It's like the ESPYs, right? But yeah. different. Yeah, well, it's just, well, just all, all the NFL awards. Yes. Okay, and it's always right before the Super Bowl? More recently, they've been doing it. I think in the last 10 years, they've turned it into a big production. Okay. Um, okay. And so, yeah, it's like Super Bowl week. All right. Well, this was last fun. night. Uh, Prince Harry made a surprise appearance, which really surprised me because I thought he was over in England. Visiting his father yes. after his recent cancer diagnosis. And he did. Um, it was a very brief trip. I don't know how people could, like... Get on a plane, fly. How how many hours do you think that is from California? That's like 10, 11. I, I mean, and then go visit dad for a few hours and get back on a plane? You know, I I know. I know what you're thinking, but I think the... He's taking the, the Concorde? Well, the variable here is, yeah, that they're flying private. If you, if you fly private, like Taylor Swift, she's going to be doing this whole Tokyo thing. And it is a lot. I don't care if you're flying private That's or commercial. Long. It's a lot changing time zones and all of that. Yes. But... When we think of flying back somewhere, it's like a three-hour operation of driving to the airport, get the Uber, now we go to check-in, now we're waiting at the gate, there's a delay. Private, you go onto the tarmac, the car drops you off, you walk onto the plane, 10 minutes later, you're in the sky. You can walk around the whole time, you can fully recline, stretch your legs out. I'm talking like someone who's... How do you know? Listen, Donna, I don't know why you are judging my story and my truth. How's that carbon footprint, huh? Donna! (laughs) I was invited on a private jet one time, and it was... Did it have a bathroom? It did have a bathroom. Actually, no, I've been on a private jet two times. Oh, my gosh. But the, the, the one time, they had pranked me, and I thought that it was going to be someone flying us in, like, a twin prop plane. And I was like, oh, Where gosh, I don't going? want to do this. We were coming back from L.A. We were going to Albuquerque. And oh. my... and and That's close, right? a, Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a, yeah, like hour and a half flight, okay. hour 45, something like that. But the whole time I was like, okay, now, do you, does your wife know how to land the plane if you have a heart attack? I'm asking these questions in the back of the car on the way to the airport in Van Nuys, I believe. Hmm. And he was like, yeah, she knows how to do it. Like, it's all fine. And then we pull up and it's a private jet. And he was joking. He was a pilot. He is a licensed pilot who had long joked with me about, oh, I'll take you up and fly around someday. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to die with you. And then I go and see this private jet. It was amazing. I was totally caught off guard, had no idea it was coming. Oh, you didn't know you were getting on a private jet? Correct. I thought I was getting in a twin propeller plane. Oh, right. Remember that detail? A twin propeller A twin prop. Well, I thought I had to spell it out for you. Okay. I called it a twin prop earlier for all my... Okay, so like a Cessna? You thought you were getting in a little Cessna type of thing? Twin prop. 
I say Cessna, you say twin prop. I don't know what a twin prop is necessarily, except I think it has two propellers, each on like the wings. Okay, and then you have to put like goggles on and wear a scarf. <laughs> a long scarf. <laughs> yeah, but they will open the window a little bit and you'll never really like get to a real cruising altitude. Um, and there was a lot of liquid. I think we may have been in a crop duster, actually. We may have been running. But I got all that to say, I get there, it's private and it was amazing. Such a different way of flying so you don't feel the stress and you're there and you got your computer, you watch a movie, you get a full night's sleep, you wake up. Where am I now? Open, open, magic door. Why do you need a full night's sleep to go from L.A. to Albuquerque? Donna, I'm now trying to bring this back to Prince Harry. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyway, he showed up. He he presented Cameron Hayward. Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Yeah, won the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year award. Which I guess is the highest honor of the night, right? Well, it certainly is the it's the big off field one that it's like lifetime achievement kind of thing. It's more like who's who's being the best person, not the best player. Got it. Who's being the best person in their community? Oh, this see, year. that's nice. And then he called him a player who goes above and beyond. He's do it in a British accent. I don't know how extraordinary commitment to helping others is a reflection of his own story. How nice. But then it was funny because Cam Hayward gets up there, this big, massive um, lineman, this defensive tackle, and he's like, this is crazy. Guys, Prince Harry, because it was like a surprise appearance. That's awesome. And then he was like, for real, Prince Harry just did anyway. And then he like gathers himself and goes on. But yeah, it was a cool moment. It was unexpected. That's really cool. Um, So do you know this about Hayward, that he lost his father as a teenager? And he suffered um, from severe asthma as a child and didn't believe um, he would ever be able to play a sport. So he has, I think it's called the Hayward Foundation that he started. Or I'm sorry, the Hayward House. And it's to help kids from various backgrounds who need extra support. Whether that means new clothes for school or a birthday card, whatever it may be. Sounds He sounds like a really sweet cool. guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Aww. Yeah. And shout out to all the NFL players who, you know, didn't get recognized last night, but, but all of the professional athletes who use their platforms in a meaningful way and remember how they came up right. and want to reach out to other people in that way. It's pretty cool. That's what I love about football that I didn't really know before is how it's like a brotherhood, right? Like it's, it's about community. Yeah. It's about being a stand-up guy. Yeah, well, the the coaches really try to... It's tough. you got a bunch of millionaires who are... It's tough to keep egos in check when there's so much spotlight on you, so much money coming at you, so much power. But the coaches, if you ever listen, they kind of sound like high school football coaches sometimes, where it's just like, this is is about us all counting on each other. These are your brothers. This is a family, all that kind of stuff. We're a team. It's not about one person. Well, I could see your locker room speech. Thank you. Christian you Bale. Uh, Christian Bale did something kind of cool too. That's sort of in this same. I saw this vein. Oh, I did not see it coming though. He broke ground Wednesday on a new housing development near L.A. with a singular purpose, and it's a really cool, specific purpose to keep siblings in the foster care system together yes. under one roof. He says, "Quote: Imagine the absolute pain and the trauma of losing your parents or being torn from your parents." And then losing your brothers and sisters on top of that. That is no way to treat kids. And he said, I hope this village will be the first of many. These are our children, and we must help our children. That was Christian Bale. Oh, my God. My heart. 
Yeah, no kidding. Like, why does that happen? Oh, I can't imagine the Can heartache. you imagine, Cannot, like, no. you've got your a sibling left, you know, in your family, and then they're going to separate you? That is not right. Anyway, it looks like, going back to Harry for a second, um, this article in page six talks about how, you know, he immediately flew to London to be by his dad's side, which could be a path to reconciliation between the two. Um, this one uh, royal expert, quote unquote, said, I know for Charles, the door has always been left open regardless of some of the things Harry has written. But um, yeah, I mean, he loves his son. Yeah, you, know? you, you don't want it to have to take that. But um, if it takes that reconciliation would be would be great, especially now. Exactly, Steve. Thank you. Um, have either of you watched Succession? One or two episodes of the first season a oh. couple years ago. Okay. Halls. I have completed the series. Nice job, Holly. Okay. Thank you. Was it good? Very. Okay. I got through season one and I'm like, I I don't know if this show is for me. I don't even know what they're talking about. It's all over my head. You know, it's all corporate big money kind of stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't know what this Karen Culkin character is. He's all he's doing is cracking wisecracking the whole time. Um, by season two, I'm like, okay, this show is very funny. There are some very funny lines, but the, you know, there's no laugh track or anything. Cause it's like a dark comedy, but there's right. a lot of humor in it that I find myself now laughing out loud. But the, the finale of season two, Irma Gerd. That was insane. Hmm. Uh, something was supposed to happen, and there was a twist. Mm-hmm. And what was supposed to happen, not only didn't happen, but it it was pivotal. Oh, gee. Now, it, and the whole show is full of twists and turns, because yes. ultimately the question... Is who will be the successor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like Dad's big. Uh, he's a, a media mogul. Mogul. Yeah. Shades of Rupert Murdoch. Y- yes, very if much. If you so. had to reach for one, I feel like right. that is well within reach. God, Brian Cox is so good. He is a really great actor. Yeah. Five it's, seasons, right? Four. So. Oh, four. Oh, gosh. Four. Okay. So I'm already on the third season. And I'm sad. I want to go slow now because I don't want it to end. Do an episode a day. Don't burn through them. I have to. Resist the urge to binge. Can't. Yeah, pace yourself. I can't, guys. It's why I can't have potato chips in the house. Just go through them all. (laughs) I know. Something I like. That's like I got to have all of it. (laughs) Me and a bag of Texas toast croutons. If I happen to see a bag of Texas toast croutons. Oh, buttery. And it's like 1130 at night. Bye. That whole bag goes into my stomach. And I think it's pretty good to eat that many carbs late at night. (laughs) Well, now you know how I feel. Yeah, I have all the seasons right in front of me. Why wouldn't I just yum, 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 yum? Do you know that there are multiple ice creams out there now that have... Kind of like guilt-free pints of ice cream that are like very little? good. Like it's a pint, but it, like some of them are like, golly, I don't know, two hundred ninety calories, three hundred forty calories, good. very low fat, um, low sugar. It's Is they're it, good. They, they're name brand ones, and then I, I feel like Target's Everyday Essentials has come out with their version okay. as well. But I've tried multiple of them, 
and they're very good. You have to make sure they're not the ones that give you the you know what. Because what is that xylitol? Ooh, yeah, that you know used to be in in ice cream like fat free, Mm -hmm. tender tummies, or sugar free ice cream that will destroy you. Okay, I got one of um, vanilla bean. Okay, okay, this is Halo Halo Top. Okay, that's one of the brands that you can get. Two hundred and ninety calories per pint. And when I know I can eat that much ice cream and it's that low of calories, I feel pretty good about it. Um, and then in addition to that, what do we see here? It's got like 19 grams of protein. If you eat the whole pint, 19 grams of protein. What's in it? I need to know what what's making it low fat and low sugar. Like, what are they substituting? I don't know. Because that's not for everybody. Erythritol. Erythritol. Isn't that, isn't that an antibiotic? No, that's erythromycin. All right, erith. Oh, yeah, stevia, sea salt, cellulose gum. I love cellulose gum. (laughs) Cellulose (laughs) gel. Yeah, I probably should not have this. Okay. Thanks for the suggestion, though. You got it, Donna. You're such a good friend. Let's take a break. When we come back, it'll be time to see things and say (gasps) things. There were skiers in Wyoming. Yes. And boy, did they see something that would be really cool to see generally, unless... If you're in a car. It was chasing you. <laughs> I'll tell you what it was when we come back. Don and Steve on My Talk. The Don and Steve Experience, My Talk 1071. Where talk is fun. Happy Friday to you on this February 9th. The Don and Steve Experience. Don't forget, you can always stream us live. Worldwide at mytalk1071.com, or you can download the MyTalk1071 app, or... Oh my gosh, you can so many ways! Download the show of your choosing, and subscribe to it as a podcast that you can listen to anytime, anywhere. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Donna. Donna just went through a little wardrobe change during the commercial break, because she basically has declared that she's a video star now. Uh-huh. She said people are trying to get cameras around her all the time now for the last week or so. Channel 5 burst in here the other day. You did a story with Joe Mason. Oh, yeah. Nice guy. Norman Rockwell must have had Chaska on his mind. That's my Joe Mason. Very good, Steve. It's not the best one. Other people in the newsroom do better ones. But it's good. He's great. He's mm. a, he's a, he, you know what he is? He's a great storyteller. Yeah. Local news yes. storyteller. He knows how to find the little community, tell the story in an interesting way. Shout out to Joe Mason. Yeah, that is definitely a talent. He took me to um, dinner when I was interviewing for a job here. He did? They send you out with different people so that they can sort of get to know you. And so one of the people was, all right, Joe Mason, one of our very well-established reporters, and this was 10 years ago, um, he's going to take you out to dinner. And we went out to dinner, and I remember... um, at one point during the dinner, someone was in the booth behind us. There was a family there. And I noticed them doing like a little looky-loo over at Joe. And I said, hey, you know, the people behind you, they keep like peering into the booth trying to get a glance at you. And I said, does that ever bother you? Does that sort of ever bug you? And I believe his answer was, well, there's a reason we didn't go into print. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, I, I knew we were going to be on camera. Sure, it comes with the territory. Sure, sure it's just fun. We like this. All right. So anyway, shout out to Joe Mason. I wish I could have been here the other day. But anyway, now she's got clothes on for a big social media shoot where Donna's wearing a dress that she has really been excited about wearing. 
Don't say anything else. I just saw you give me that face like I had just spoiled the secret. Like how your mom shoots you a glance across the dinner table. Like, no, you didn't. Yeah. I'm going to tilt my glasses down to right? Steve. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can't see me now. I can't wait for Aunt Linda to get here. <gasps> Sorry. Whenever she gets here, if she ever comes again. Hey, if you, right. hey, if you see... Hey, if you see something, say Just something. Testing you. Oh, that is catchy, huh? You see something. Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Come down for moose soup after. Oh, my gosh. There is video of a moose on the loose. In Jackson Hole, Wyoming, where people are skiing, this moose is flying down the hill, threatening these skiers, you know, because they could be aggressive. They don't. That's a lot of chaos. A bunch of people just flying down a hill. Did you see the video? I'm watching it now. So there were a bunch of skiers, oh, snowboarders. Get that. Oh, my they, now Lord. these things could be seven feet tall. Oh, and this is they could be like 1,500 pounds. And it is racing. Wow, look at it fly. It's moving. It could Holy go 35 cow. miles per hour. What? You would not expect that of a moose. No, they look lazy. There's probably even a restaurant called the Lazy Moose. Let's Google it. <laughs> I, bet, I bet there is. There's got to be a, yeah, at least a bar. Look at how fast. Lazy Moose Grill. See? Ah. <laughs> In Moose Lake, Minnesota. Stop oh. it. No. Oh. Come down hold, for Moose Soup after. Hold on a second. That's my neck of the woods. Well, you should stop Maybe that's why, why you said it. Oh, it's, I know what it is. It's a brewery. Yeah, it's next to Poor Gary's Pizza. That's right. Wow, Donna, yeah. you were meant to have property up there. Thank you. Look at him fly. Oh, my Gary. gosh, it's insane. So um, nobody was hurt, thankfully. Um, but you can find... You can find... Just imagine if you were skiing, though. Down a hill and like, okay, so far we're doing it. I haven't fallen yet. I haven't fallen yet. Let me see. Barry, are you back there? Ah! Oh, you have to hear the audio. The guy's going, go faster, go faster to his friend. Oh, that's Because the moose is, do you want to hear a little bit? Sure, Holly, yeah. can you see the, um, yeah, okay, let's listen. Go, Ken. Go faster. In the moment, more surprised knowing that those types of animals can be very aggressive, especially out in the wild. Usually moose are reacting defensively to the situation that they're in. It's not uncommon in areas where you have people recreating, especially even in big groups in these areas that moose are spending the whole winter in and getting their food there. So that was obviously a wildlife expert. Uh, The first guy you heard was the guy who was taking the video um, but oh my gosh, absolutely terrifying. Terrifying. Um, you can Google it. You could find no, it. I know. And they're, but they're so cute. Though. They really are. What oh. a cool head, right? Right. <laughs> it's just an interesting cool head. head. It's just like, what's going on there? What's, you know? It's like they're the antlers are fat, cool. thick antlers, you know? Yeah. And that long nose. Very skinny little legs, though, down toward the. Right. Like, if you look at their. They're, they're built similar to like a pommel horse in gymnastics. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. they just have like the thin little legs, but then this big, thick, twinky like trunk of a body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to be chased by one, though. No, 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 no. Well, I've seen videos um, of them when it's mating season. Uh-oh. And there are park rangers, like, telling people, like, back up your car, back up your car, back it up. Because the moose is like, I don't know, he's getting all randy. And yeah, smoke's coming out of his nose, and he's, I don't know, he the must Instagram have humped the car. girl's there with, like, her boots with the fur. Get inside of the car, he's coming for exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. You know what's happened to me. Now I'm looking at. What's happened to you? I'm looking at uh, moose mating videos now. Oh, don't don't look too closely. That is so unnecessary. I'm also going to drop the needle to your That's... mom at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get a call after the show. Guys, I'm sorry, Steve. What? While we're in nature, um, I, I guess I don't know a lot about Mount Everest. I should probably read that book, huh? Oh my god. Okay, gosh. now you're not even you're not even present. Holy crap, I just saw a moose get hit by a car. Okay, why? Why? Don't... Holy cow. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear I'm it. I'm not going to let you hear it. Okay. Oh my word. Okay. So much for my this Mount thing Everest story. We we're never going to Mount Everest. Donna, it's interesting. It's the biggest mountain in the world. <laughs> What's up with that? What's the deal? <laughs> well, apparently hikers and climbers have been relieving <laughs> themselves and there's like Tons of excrement. Um, so when the snow melts, it gets into the water. And so not only does this look awful, but it's making people sick. So the new plan is to force climbers to buy two special poop bags at camp. They contain chemicals and powders that help you got to clean up after that yourself. solidify human waste and make it mostly odorless. Hmm. The bags will then be checked and cleaned when the climbers return to camp. They didn't really detail how you'd get the waste into the bag. So I, I don't know. Maybe you just go directly Pretty into it. Well, people have dogs, you know, you just, it's you just use like your hand. Just, you just scoop it up and yeah. then turn it inside out. Yeah, That's that little right. reverse thing yeah. works really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I, I didn't realize there weren't like holes set up for i think the problem is there are holes at the beginning but once you get closer to the peak the holes disappear right because who's going to be able to get up there to go and clean it there's poop dead bodies all sorts of things up there although do you pick up your own poop if it's actively snowing well that's what they're saying when the snow melts I, i was asking the question actively snowing or there's snow on the ground if it's actively snowing and you know within about 20 minutes it's going to be covered no steve it's hot and steaming you pick it up everybody's It'll freeze watching quickly they're, they're always well, watching you're part of the problem <laughs> big brother's always watching i'm hitting miss on peeing in pools too all right bye we'll be yeah. back with a dirt alert from mike